Can we do it? Of course we can. Together we're unstoppable. Together, nothing is impossible. That's that. <laughs> okay. Nice. Uh, team building. Here we go. Team building. Welcome to Silly Wales. This is a mental health podcast. I am Alex Cupid. And who are you? I'm Joe Kimber. Yeah. This is a show where we talk about our mental health journey as well as deep diving into separate topics. We have a few episodes out now, so please check them out on all available platforms, such as Boomplay. Never heard of that one. But most <laughs> importantly, Google Podcasts should be on iTunes by the time this comes out. And Amazon Music, where a lot of you guys have actually listened to it. Like, I actually don't listen to the show back at all. Only once on Spotify to see if it doesn't sound like shit. And if it doesn't, then I'm happy and I never touch it ever again. It's in the past. <laughs> I, I, I think I've listened to each one three times now, at least. Something like that. So for our, like, 50-plus listeners, I have to subtract six no, well, to be fair, I, I, I listened to them before they were out on any platform when you just oh, sent me the okay. recordings, uh, like fair. twice for each of them, and then once on the platform. So you could take off one that, or okay, two, that makes maybe. Sense, that makes sense. Um, general good. content warning. Um, we do talk about things such as depression, anxiety, and other mental illnesses and health-related things. Um, this podcast is for everyone, but it might not be specifically for you. And guess what? That's okay. I'm not going to hunt you down. Neither is Joe. Why? Because neither of us can drive. Well, Joe can. He just doesn't have a license. But I really can't. I'm not going to get far. If I get in a car, I'm not going to get to you. Unless you live two doors down from me. In which case, I'll probably still get in a car just for the giggles anyway. All right? You know? I can drive to you, but I can't park. So that's the, that's the trade-off. That's the thing. That's the thing. My bike got stolen, so I can't even cycle. You know? This is a journal episode. This is episode four. Um, episode three is being released the day we record this, which is a Monday, 15th of January. Um, I would, I mean, should, should I go first if we're going to kick off? I, I was, was going to say, this is journal episode episode. This is journal episode three, right? If I'm understanding yeah. correctly. Okay, cool. <laughs> this is going to get real, become difficult real quick, I know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it is, it is, it is. We'll just, we'll get through it. Yeah, John episode three. Um, for you guys, you guys will see it all. We, we, we don't. Um, organization is a strength. My week has been a week. It's been a very, I don't really know how to describe it, but you know, I'm alive. We're happy. We're, we're, we're moving. I managed to play some cool games. I've been playing football manager. And then I've been coaching some football. And then I have been reading and or listening to the Book of Five Rings, uh, which I mentioned in last week's episode. And honestly, it's a really cool book. They talk a lot about how you can strike down your foes. And I keep thinking to myself, I'm so glad I wasn't a samurai or any... I'm happy I wasn't a middle-aged man or a young man growing up in any of those time periods. Because I would have died so quickly, I swear. Like imagine if we were soldiers died. in if we were soldiers in any of the world wars, man, we would get killed so quickly. Jesus Christ. I mean, yeah, I guess it's just kind of a lot of it was 
I don't mean there's skill involved, obviously, but there's been so much luck involved of just whether you lived the day or whether you just got cholera or some shit, you know? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. real bad shit. Yeah, we had, um, well, I hear a lot and I see a lot online and it's actually one of the few like permanently online things I see in real life where people say the younger generation can't handle certain things, but the older generation's like super strong and these kids are too sensitive nowadays. Like, do they know how wild it was back then in those times? Like, if you, you, if you sent a 17-year-old kid off to war, they are most likely not coming back. And if they do, they're not coming back the same. Why would you even compare it to the kids today, you know? Be mm-hmm. happy that we're not in that situation. And also, um, the kids of the previous generation, they were in wars in Iraq and in Afghanistan. And guess what? They were been let down by our government time and time again and not given the right support and funding to treat the various illnesses, disabilities, and various scars, both mentally and physically, they picked up in those war zones. But hey, they're too sensitive nowadays. Oh my goodness. <laughs> you know? Must be, must be. Yeah. How's your week been? It's been very interesting. Um, I was thinking about this, like, when I was talking with... Uh, us about this on the weekend but like it has it, it feels like january has gone super slow have you had the same experience like yeah. I, I i feel like last weekend as we record this at some well i sorry i shouldn't say last weekend though, because that's wrong um last friday um as we record this it's monday uh 15th of january so on the 11th i was like i swear down that it was the 20th or something like that i thought we were like three weeks into the month i thought that like january was going to be over relatively soon but it's just i don't know what it is um january just has that effect on me but yeah but to be honest i it's not been a bad time like for me i think this has been helping me a lot like having these conversations and having kind of something to do uh, i've been quite busy i realize with my evenings now where i'm either working or i've got like different things planned and like discussions with you or discussions with someone else or like you know some sort of a gaming related thing like D, which i haven't been able to do for the past month but now i'm we're coming back to it um and it's going to be fun like tonight it's going to be so good <laughs> just to just to fuck around again um, with a bunch of people in a imaginary world of our choosing, um, it's good for the soul, I think, to an extent. Um, yeah, D and D is Dungeons and Dragons for people who aren't super familiar. It's something I like you've been everyone playing for knows. a while, right? Yeah, I think everyone knows D and D now. Surely, you'd be surprised. You you never know. I actually can't see our actual demographic of who listens to the show. So, for all we know, we could have a bunch of people who just never heard of. Or English is even their first language as well. Who have sure. never heard of that as well. I, you know I think someone probably, from uh, Canada, so who knows? Yeah, I, I think probably a lot of people know of it, even if they don't really understand it. Like, I, I think there's a, quite a lot of those people as well. So I, I might be wrong. I might be wrong. Um, but I was shocked how many people knew it that I thought I thought it was more niche than it actually is. I, I remember it was one at one point. Yeah, I, I played it for years now. I, I, I started playing it. Um, in 2020 um i was just invited to a game that had already started and 
oh god i think i'm trying to remember if it was i think it was summer yeah it was summer in 2020 and holy shit was that a nice thing to have uh considering the amount of isolation that we experienced and you know with yeah, uh, yeah. covid and everything like like when i look back now i realize just how much of in, in a mental fugue state i was for so much of that and i was dealing with university and struggling and really just not dealing with it um so to have like to have something like that every week actually really helped because it set up like a uh i guess it set up like a schedule um and it just made a way for me to touch base with friends like i i, I did know my friend yasmin who plays who played dnt with me obviously like i met her in real life and stuff and we started playing D together but holy shit like i i think we became so much more close over the course of just playing because we just talked to each other every week like me and you didn't talk to each other every week and we lived not that far away from each other i think we did start yeah. to meet up more but you know and kestis i didn't talk to very often at that time like you know it's yeah. just something like D really forces that that angle that social angle for me which is such a big deal i think yeah, the importance of um of like having clubs and having a whole system that you can be a part of on a I guess, you know, on a consistent basis is really important. For me, and that's why COVID affected me quite a little bit more. Because a lot of things I did were very social and very out there, like is playing football, it was um going to the gym, and even though the gym isn't a social setting for me, just having those one on one conversations, like for example, on the neurodiversity episode, the intro to that one was somebody saying to do something original. That conversation happens at the gym and these these things all tunnel in. It's good because for me right now, I'm in a very similar situation to you, Joe, where it's like, hey, I'm doing a lot and I actually forget about the things that are giving me anxiety and there's moments where I just, I kind of feel normal in a weird way. Like, mm. I think I saw a creep into, like, who I was in 2019. And I was like, oh, wait, I don't want to be that guy anymore. I want to be something completely better. So now it's, it kind of feels like I'm meeting a new human being. I was like, oh, my goodness, who is this? Um, <laughs> it's like, Yeah, it's like, we chose to record this show at the best time and the worst time. Because neither of us are going through, like, any ridiculous hardships at the moment. Um... So there's nothing to really like report on, but we're also going through a good period of change where we're adapting to change. And those changes have hardships, but they're hardships that are really well managed because we've been through similar things like this before. Like settling into a new system, a new like social dynamic of situation. Just these are things that like we've gone through, so we've experienced, so we have a general idea of how to behave and like how to cope with it. And it's good. We're I, doing good. I mean, it would be a wonderful irony if, like, doing this, sh like, part of doing this whole podcast and everything really did help kind of alleviate a lot of the suffering we've, we've actually, like, um, we've kind of been mulling with for years and years and years. I mean, it's not going to affect change everything, but it genuinely is, like, if it's part of that process, it's actually quite a, I, I think that's, amazing really and i i mean we still have stuff to talk about with like getting to this point anyway so th there's no there's no end of that but yeah um 
yeah i but i i mean this year so far has been pretty good for me genuinely like i i outside of this like what we're doing now i have like I, there's been like lots of i think i've reached i think last year i was living at home but and i had a job and i was you know after uni which was took a while for me to get that job and i was getting money and stuff but i wasn't working too much and overall i was also living at home that was the major thing and i i, I kind of lacked a certain independent experience as a result and i do think that being here after having settled everything i mean i think i needed that time to like you know build myself up like being at home so i'm not i'm not like I, you know, I'm not super upset that it took me so long before I moved out, but it was, it's, I, I feel like I'm in such a better emotional place just because I have the opportunity to act in that independent way. And I know sometimes that it's, it's easy to be like lonely as a result. I have had that come up a few times, uh, while I've been here. But now that I've like kind of settled down and I've got more of a sense of what the pattern's like, and I'm also thinking to myself, like, okay, what am I going to do next? Like, I'm here. I've done everything I need to do. I'm living in, I'm living in my own place. I'm, I've got a job. I'm earning money. What's the next thing? Like, and, and that's a genuinely wonderful place to be personally, because I actually do have things I want to do, you know? Um, but you know it, that's so that's been a kind of overarching thing at the moment, which I'm really and, and I think this has helped because it feels like hey, there's this is part of something new and 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 so on that's like making all of that more enjoyable. So you know, like things like planning holidays, for example, this year, like with in in a way that I've never done before. Like me and you, we got to plan something for February. Like oh, we yeah, do yeah, have to sure do we that. Have to. Oh yeah, we should for sure. But we something you don't. Something you something you don't know is I've got a holiday planned for uh, end of April and early May. <laughs> Where are you off to? I'm off to Tunisia, baby. <laughs> oh, yeah. Is that with Kessis, right? Yeah, yeah, with Kessis. No, you told me about this. You did. Oh, I did too. Okay, well, whatever. It doesn't matter. But I've done it. We <laughs> planned it. It's gonna be it's gonna be a week there. So it's I I and I'm really looking forward to it. I. I almost feel like it. I haven't done it. I almost feel like I haven't planned it because it hasn't even been a week since we since we planned it. Like literally, the day after we recorded our last thing was the day that I then went round to their house and then we started, you know, chatting about it. Or like two days after or something like that. You told me it about it like last year. You told me that you guys were planning it and that you guys were speaking no, about it. No, no, we haven't. We just planned it. We just like done the holiday. Like we we didn't do it. We hadn't had anything before that. Like, I'm sure you told me that there's a like that you guys were thinking about doing something like a holiday. I I think I think I said we might. I, I want to go on holidays with with my mates like independently because I haven't done that with you guys before. Like I'm, I think I'm, I, I said what, that. What's happening to me? I'm sure like you you were like yeah I think I'm about going to. I don't know who knows I don't know. Right. They 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 have gone. Uh, Kesterson and and his um, girlfriend, my other friend Demi, have gone to Tunisia before oh that's it okay that's it there we go cool um they, they have amazing. gone in the past and I, I i don't i think that at one point they 
there was like a a long time, like over a year and a half ago, they, there was like, oh, you could join if you wanted to kind of thing. And I was like, I don't really have enough money to do that. And I didn't really feel it at the time anyway. So I was, I was like, no. But but this year, like we, I was just around and then it was like, oh, this is really cheap, all-inclusive thing like on with EasyJet. And it was like, yeah. Okay, let's do it, and then we just booked it. <laughs> so now, yeah. so that, so now we got something which is really nice to look forward to. Like that's yeah. not something I, 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 I you know, it, it's, it, it's just weird because some of, a lot of this is new to me, and for a lot of people, that none of this is that new a concept to them. But for me, it's just exciting because I haven't done it. You know, so, yeah, man. I, I, I'm lucky. I was able to go to like a few like different places last year. Um, Went to Edinburgh, went to Germany, um, went to, where else did I go? Went to multiple places in the UK, which I'm used to traveling in the UK. UK is fine. But like going to places like, um, oh yeah, I went to Amsterdam, of course, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And it was like, cool, it's all cool, but I want to do it again. Like, I, I want to do Amsterdam with, 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 with you so I can explore Amsterdam like in a different way. Um, and then I also want to do... I just want to go places, man. And I know that my schedule will be fairly restrictive and that's a cat meow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I might, I'm, you know, like, Jesus Christ. Anyway, um, I want to explore, like, just explore the world, man. I'm, I'm ready to do more things. I've also applied for jobs in different countries randomly. Um, which is which is actually slowly terrifying me. I realize that there's a high chance I'll probably be asked to interview for one of them, but it's in Austria. <laughs> um, wait, 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 you say you're applying for jobs there? Like these are jobs where you have to physically be there. This isn't like a yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. Um, and there's jobs in football as well, and like it, it's like okay, cool. We can we can we can we can move to Austria. There's no problem with that. Um, I mean, you could like, definitely have an interview. You don't have to go there for the interview. You could probably have that online or something like that. Hopefully, you know, hopefully. have ways of doing that. It was like it was like I applied for for one of them. I was like, I'm not even qualified for this. I bet I'm not qualified for this. I was laughing to myself, and I was like, you know, uh, must be willing to learn um, German and or French. And I'm like, oh my, hey, look at that! I can speak a little bit of French, and I can have a basic conversation in German, most likely in a few months, give me time. And then I apply for it and I look at the requirements. I'm like, oh, I'm actually very qualified. This is bad. <laughs> I'm like, um, and then there's like fear with it. And then th- there's so many opportunities out there that I just wasn't taking. And now I'm taking them all. And I'm a bit like, oh my goodness, I'm going to die. There's so much good things happening. I don't know which, I'm not panicking at the good things happening because I'm not used to the good things happening. But I'm like, <laughs> make it stop. So I'm like, okay, I'm I'm so I'm I'm comfortable in the sadness, and now the sadness is like barely there. I'm like, help me, like, I need to stub my toe on something, like I need to, like, you know, drop a dumbbell on my on my foot, something, yeah, you know. I, I, I mean, if you are planning to move, I mean, if if this good thing did happen to you and, and you were moving to another country, you are going to get a bit of a toe stubbing. Like you, it's not like it's not like it's just. It's just rainbows, you know, doing that. That's a difficult process. Like it will be to like. I don't think there's any rainbows in Austria anyway, or in anywhere. (laughs) Like, like, but oh god, yeah, but yeah, like even that, like I realized, oh, there's a 
some cool jobs I can probably go for in America. I'm like, why am I not jumping at these opportunities? I was like, I want a dog. I'm meant to be getting a dog. I'm meant to be getting a dog for ages now. I'm going to, this month, we're going to get the dog sorted. So I'm like, okay, cool. How am I going to move to Austria with a fucking dog? <laughs> and the question is, with ease. We're going to do with ease. So, um, yeah. It's, it's All right. Really cool. Yeah, look at that, man. Things, things, <laughs> I, I'm like, yeah, that as well as like realizing that I'm, I got, I've got two raises from work recently. So I'm like, okay, we're, we're fine. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. And like, none of my performance base is just my role now pays more. So I get paid more because that we're happy. Oh, you just like been there long enough, basically. Um, I think it's a mixture of the government raising the minimum wage for those, like for, for my roles of teaching, technically a teaching assistant, but also I get paid more because I do a different role. And then that's all been bumped up nicely. So I'm like, I'm happy. I'm sitting here and I'm chilling. Um, Oh uh, yeah, it's it's wild for me. But in fairness, I think bad things have actually happened this month. But my mentality is so much stronger that I've not really noticed. I've not let it yeah. like, dog me down. Yeah, I I don't quite know what's going on, but I've had that with with this month where like I've had a difficult. Uh, I'm actually not going to bother hiding it. Yeah, we had a whole technical issue there where Joe could hear me. Funny enough, I have the expensive microphone on a boom stand. Yeah, I'm the one causing the technical problems here. Who would have thought it? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But I, I guess my mic just can't pick up my headphones, which is, oh, that's fine. Yeah, I need <laughs> to get okay. in-ear headphones. My, I was using the Bluetooth like ones, and they were working really well, and then I dropped them in Regent's Park, and that's sad. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. That's was I talking about? What was I talking about? I was talking about um Oh yeah. Yeah, sorry. Sorry. I just remembered. Um I think I was I think I was saying that like it, I feel like I've had the same thing as you where I've had like really shitty days at work and things like that. Um seemingly like days where stuff has gone wrong or or you know like days where I I definitely would have been really not just like not looking forward to, but like actively um, would would also not enjoy when I'm there, like at a certain point. Um, and in fact, the, the, this last week I've, I've worked more than I have any other week. I am not working like a considerable amount, but it's just the hours are really shitty times. Um, like I'm working longer on a Sunday and working on a Thursday now. Um so my week is longer and I just have like this really shitty shift on a Sunday. Uh, and it's basically, and somehow like I kind of got through them relatively well. Um, and I was like, I, I mentioned I was really ill like a week or so ago. And I, I even noticed like while I was ill, I was, I was kind of like physically I felt shit, but mentally I was weirdly like, Im- like impregnable. Like I, I felt like I couldn't be touched on that regard. Like I wasn't being negatively affected by the fact that I was bored or the fact that like things weren't going or, or that like I felt crap. And I felt like that's that same thing has happened this weekend, like just gone. And I'm, I'm, I'm slightly not sure what that means. I don't know if that's going to be like a permanent thing or maybe not permanent, but like that's if the average has like improved for me in that regard maybe it has um and if that's the case then 
that'd be brilliant that sorts out a lot of stuff in my life but it's 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 like definitely something that like stood out to me because i i'm i it, it's almost like i stopped hearing like uh like it's almost like i stopped hearing a voice in my head like being bothered by things you know in at a certain capacity and if that's the case that that will continue then cool i i, I think it's probably just that i actually do generally feel better right now because of things happening right now so i i it's harder to like shake me or um or to like kind of throw me off what i where i am right now in life it's just better than where i was before and that's keeping me going probably but you know i, I i'm happy to be positive about it but there's a cynical part of me that thinks it won't really work that way like it can't be it, humans aren't and minds aren't permanent anyway that's just true something that fundamentally you know is is uh, a difficult thing to like i think come to terms with but we're not very permanent we, we fluctuate and change all the time for for good and bad i think the problem is is that we do it for bad and that feels unfair but um it also does it for good so it's not all shit um but like i definitely have been in a better space in general and i think the biggest thing will, will be when like new stresses come up and stuff and then then we'll see like at least now like the shit i'm dealing with at work or something like that is old stress like i know it and i've had quite a bit of experience i've, I've had like a year and almost a year and a half in retail now so i'm used to the kind of stuff that comes up and what's expected and all of that so there's an experience element to it that's like helping push me along but yeah we'll see i'm quietly quietly optimistic though yeah like it's like i feel like you've always had a level of optimism about you though i feel like optimism is something that you really are good at having but i'm very much like a cynical person i think i'm I, i'm more optimistic about other people i'm very cynical about myself about what happens to me you're very optimistic on a more broader scale i i i don't know if that's true i think i would i would agree with what you said about how you feel is how i used to feel and i think it's still how i feel technically i think it's just that i feel i think i'm i'm quietly optimistic only because for myself in this case because it's surprising me um and i think that it's if something does surprise you, I don't. I, I, I've, I've come to realize there isn't really any reason to like. Surprising you in a good way, obviously. Um, I, I don't think there's any reason to like squash that. Um, you know, like genuinely, when like when when everything changed, like when I was like 21, and I stopped feeling as much anxiety and so on. At, at that point in my life, obviously, I did. I had done things, but it felt like it came out of nowhere. Like that was. I genuinely thought like this is temporary, you know, like I was, I was, it, my mind was very much in the way that like, this is just a thing. And all I could think about like for the next, however long, and I remember talking to my mom about this, like all I can think about is when's it going to end kind of deal? Like, when is it going to stop? And the reality is, is that I could, is that while, while it didn't, I, I, I think it's very possible that I could have prevented the potential good that it had if i had genuinely like 
sort of self uh, is it called self-fulfilling yeah self-fulfilling prophecy to like myself into feeling shit again or like not like feeling yeah or, or not getting some of the benefit by just agonizing over it um and it's but i i think i got lucky there i i, I think my my mental state wasn't that it was wasn't optimistic at the time even about that even though i felt so much better um and as it turns out there was a lot more to work on for me uh it just literally you know relatively speaking felt so much better that i couldn't i couldn't believe what had happened whereas you know when i look back now i'm like oh yeah no it was clearly a lot better you know you weren't uh suicidal at that point and so on and so forth in the same way but you know what like you, you there was a lot of behaviors that ha- didn't change and there was a lot of like avoidance issues i still had and like it, a, a lot of the behavior i think is the right way of saying it and then that behavior then fed into you know feeling shit again kind of thing but like there was just certain core things that felt different and those core things feeling different were huge um like monumental uh but yeah, like, I mean, a- anything is better than absolute garbage, <laughs> absolute fucking rubbish. So, you know. Yeah, like, uh, uh, therapy um, this Friday is gone. So I guess that'll be, what, the 13th, I guess, or whatever. Um, and like, she noted that there was a very clear uptake in my mood and that from the last time she saw me, to hear now and the, like through the Christmas break that like she like what, what did she say I, I seem motivated to do stuff <laughs> like mm-hmm. and like like that's a direct quote um and it's something that she's only saw a handful of times and it always happens like after an event so it's weird that's happening in the middle and she's saying that we have to explore that. Because normally I have a, I go for a dip and then an event will happen and then I'll like either crash and then come up or slow dip and then come up again slowly until the next event where we keep going up and down like the roller coaster. It's like, okay, there's a middle ground where things are happening, but it's not derailing me when previously it would have. And now these things are happening but i'm not even dipping i'm just moving forward like my mm. like my old thought like phrase always forward you know so like i'm actually barreling through things so like it was like oh it's really weird that you came in here you're, you're like because you, i spoke about the podcast i was like hey i've started this and it has a a, a name city wales and it, it actually means this and um you know, the reason why I say this, because I, I, I kind of want to keep it a secret, <laughs> you know? Um, <laughs> of but, like, it's, um, and, like, how, yeah, the whole point of it was she noted that I came in motivated with ambitions and targets and that she hasn't seen that properly. And whenever she does see it properly, it's always after an event. So now she wants to zero in on that. I have no issue with that because I would love to know why I've all of a sudden reached a point where I'm actually, I'm fully walking through problems and Mm. they are affecting me, but they're not holding me back. 
the big yeah. one I need to address though is with myself. I've had these clips now for ages. Um, I've made them two days ago and I've sent you them already of, of the show. And it's of me doing the talking. I have the ones of you and I've like, I have to send them over to you as well. And they're like straightforward talking about the show. And I haven't shared them on social media yet. So we have 50 listeners already and none of them are from my social media because I've been afraid to post them. Why am I afraid to post them? Like, what, what, what's going to happen? Like, you know, <laughs> this is I, for this is for Insta, right? For Instagram, mostly it's the only social media I have, and Reddit. Like, um, okay. I shared it to a social media platform called We Are Eight. If you've ever heard of that, no. What is that? Whole, so it's what? like it started off a couple of years ago. Um, Rio Ferdinand, ex Manchester United defender. Um, is one of the main investors in it. And it's a social media platform uh-huh. built on the idea of um, you can watch adverts and you can be paid for those adverts or you can donate the money you earn to charity. And it's about changing the world. It's a very like new way of looking at it. And it's trying to be a positive social media platform. And it's, I don't know how many users it actually has, but it's, it's growing-ish. Whether or not it's still sustainable, I don't know. But I posted it to that. Um, and I spoke about the podcast a little bit on that and I have like a few like five or six friends on it who I don't know who any of them are but like okay cool but I need to have a word of myself and be like why am I not sharing it to to, to fucking Instagram like it's so it's so simple like why am I worried about being like vulnerable about those things when if you scroll through my Instagram it's literally all through there anyway so yeah I don't know but yeah, I also know I need to reply to messages from people as well. I, I've not been ducking you or ignoring you. It's just that, like, if you're not in my life properly, I kind of forget you exist. And then I get some, I get reminded of your existence and I go, oh, hello. Um, So don't hate me for that, please. It, it's not a personal thing. It, it's just sometimes I lose track of people because... I want to say ADHD, but it could just be generalized stupidity. Who knows? I I, I very much understand where you're coming from. <laughs> I've, done, I've done it with you, and I've done it with many other people. Um, I don't know. I don't understand where it comes from personally. I, I always thought maybe it's something to do with like a like not wanting to. I don't, actually, I don't. I I don't really know. I always thought maybe it's something to do with not wanting to appear vulnerable on occasion, like. But I, it doesn't quite make sense because you can always lie or pretend, right, that you're not feeling good. Maybe it's like a desire not to lie about it, but you don't want to face it. Or at least in my case, I don't mean in your case necessarily, but maybe I didn't want to face someone, but I didn't want to face someone in such a way where I was outright lying to them about how I felt. Um, or again, it's just kind of like avoidance. I'm not sure. But I have, I have, <laughs> I think I'm doing it less now. But also, it's normally because again, I'm I'm feeling better now, so it's quite hard to tell. And now I'm like having multiple. I'm I'm engaging more with people, which, by the way, no 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 New Year's resolution specifically, but that is kind of a thing I generally want to be doing. It's just interacting and socializing with people I like or groups I like more. Um, actively trying to like message people more or whatever, which I know is very very difficult for me. <laughs> 
because I'm like you, know, I, I forget that people exist. I just don't remember. Like, oh, I have my my brother exists. Right, right. I need to go. Back. I should message him something and ask how he is. You know. <laughs> um, yeah, like I, I I I forget about my own like my, my own siblings, and it's not it's not. I think what tends to happen is some people take it as me not wanting to talk to them specifically or me mm-hmm. not wanting to like I'm avoiding them because it's them no it's more just like I've forgotten and then now I don't really want to face you because I know I've forgotten and I kind of forget how we're talking and how we're interacting with each other so it's like oh okay I, I have to figure out like are we on friendly-ish terms are we will we talk about something really emotional um how do I approach this again and and after a while, I get so anxious about it that I just end up not doing it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but for me, it's it's like a positive feedback loop one way or the other. It's like if I'm, I think, like, for example, talking more with you um, causes me to talk more with other people or causes me to want to message other people and things like that. Um, I think specifically messaging, because I think, like, Kessis I can see in real life, but I know he's nearby. And a bit like when I lived back home, you were there. Like I could go see you, but I wasn't necessarily messaging other people. You know, like the messaging part, I'm not great with, but the act of like seeing you is is not so bad, or the act of seeing Kessis isn't that bad. Um, but like you know, if I'm if I'm thinking to myself like, oh god, like, oh sorry, let me rephrase this. If I'm if I'm not talking to, if someone has messaged me and I'm not talking to them, it's never pointed because it's almost certainly true that I'm not talking to anyone. And it's, it's, it's a positive feedback loop that like, I'll get a message and I don't respond to it. And then I'll get another message from someone else and I don't respond to that. And it, it will keep that way until all of a sudden, like something will happen and I'll reply to every message all at once. (laughs) Yeah. And it will be, and it will be a lot over, it'll be, overwhelming and in many cases too late or whatever it's me just apologizing which it feels worse obviously than just answering immediately i don't know why i don't just answer immediately so often but yeah That's it's... Again, like i like um i got when i was talking about like the uh, the abusive measures i got when it happened and I, I posted about it on instagram back in november people were like oh my god like it was really bad da, da, da. and it it meant a lot to me but i couldn't respond to it that day and mm. Like there's people that sent me like voice notes and all that stuff, and I'm just like, I can't face that now, because it's been too long, and I don't really know how to approach that conversation. Of, yeah, I'm doing great, and I've, like, I've internalized it, and kind of discarded it from my mind, and it's not a factor anymore. But how do I thank you for your message after that? Because I don't really want to throw myself back into that mindset of where I was beforehand. So I'm like. Right. I've kind of, you know, exiled it to a place where it doesn't really exist. And um, to reface those messages and be like, this is a really hard time for me. I kind of don't want to risk my own health for that, you know? And it sounds selfish, but with mental health, you kind of have to be a bit selfish with things. And that's a problem a lot of people struggle with, and I struggle with it as well. Like, it's hard to balance being selfish and being patient with somebody as well. Like, it's difficult. Um, it's, it's it's partly just assessing what is selfish, right? Like, yeah. I think that's a difficult part of it because it's so loaded. However you feel or however you... 
react it react to your own self or interact with others it always feels either at least to me it always felt extreme right like however i felt about it was oh i'm doing this thing for myself and then i'm like realizing oh i'm such an idiot i'm probably not doing a thing for this person or i think the opposite and then find out that there's something i like completely missed because i'm not like because i think i just didn't know enough and sometimes like not knowing when you don't know something and you don't realize it like you're ignorant of it there is that kind of blissful element to ignorance where it's like i don't know the harm i'm causing or i don't know the the or i don't know the potential that i could have done right and then whether it's doubt or a kind of recognition like a regret or a knowledge of something or in the moment you're not sure like you just like like doubt like you just don't know whether or not you're doing the right thing then suddenly all of this extra stress comes in and you're like fuck what, what if i did do this or if i could have done that so i think so much of like which is why i will say surprisingly i think i'm quite good when it comes to, like if you talk to me about something we've had this conversation before where conversations in the past where we, we've given really good advice to each other but it's always advice that we are not going to take we wouldn't recognize if the same situation happened to ourselves right oh yeah for sure for sure we're, we're, everyone's a better coach than they are a player like it's so much easier to explain to someone like hey no there's nothing wrong with you doing this like it's it's a good thing for you to do but then in the moment you're like fuck it i'm, I'm a terrible person for doing this or something like that and you're like no and, and in reality you're not and i guess it's one of those things which maybe maybe if you have enough conversations with other people where you explain to them hey there's nothing wrong with you doing this like there, there is nothing wrong with it like just ex just communicate and explain and it's all good and if they don't accept that then i mean you don't it's not like you know then throw them away or something like that but you have to know that there's only so much you can do without someone's ability to like meet in the middle of that right and so sometimes you're doing something that's absolutely fine and there are some there are moments where and, and that's a very like changeable thing like where the line is for that but in certain cases you are in the right and it's okay to accept that you are in the right even if it's not the quote-unquote best outcome because ultimately it's you and another person and you're not necessary and your lines are going to be different or your situation or what you're what is your like yeses and nos essentially are not going to be the same and it isn't that one of you is wrong and one of you is right it's kind of like that you're both wrong and both right in as much as you can be of the situation because i can't tell you how you should feel and you can't tell me how i should act kind of thing it's this is a it's a weird like it's a weird uh dynamic but i i guess maybe if you have that conversation enough with people you start to realize in yourself that I'm that conversation I'm having with someone, I could have that same level with myself. And maybe I'll realize that certain things aren't that bad, which is genuinely why I feel like so much of mental health, like getting over or around mental health or dealing with mental health is so much to do with communicating with someone ideas and, and having a conversation or even just like a kind of casual discussion about like what is the right thing to do in a certain situation and generally not taking it so seriously that like 
you know, yes, maybe you do do something bad sometimes. We have regrets. I have no regrets, and so do you. But like, not always is those bad. Those bad things aren't like so defining to everything that it's that it. And 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 also, people are very are much more forgiving than you think. People recognize that you're not necessarily in the best place, or that you've done something wrong, and that's not a good thing. And blah blah blah. Like, it depends on the scenario. Um, and you need to kind of be open to probably the best outcome like in your mind have the idea that like well the best thing that can happen is this let me try for that if you hear a dog by the way i apologize <laughs> but there is a dog that's barking downstairs yeah we're not on your point like that's the thing though it's like a lot of people I, i've been noting this with social media like influencers um and general celebrities as well Whenever a celebrity gets quote unquote cancelled, whatever the fuck it is, it's always like a, I, the fan base of that person seems to then go, oh, I've been, I, I felt, I feel so betrayed, or like I, I trusted this individual, and it, it links to the whole parasocial relationships thing. But also, like mm-hmm. everyone has been a dick to somebody. Like this idea that because somebody is has like a more, I guess you know, favorable. It depends on how you look at it and how you rate it. Social status to you, be it they're on an income, be it they're just famous because of their artistic pursuits, whatever, that they should be held to a different moral standing, I think is ludicrous. Like, yes, there's a point to be said about being like role models of somebody, but also, like, when I hear people say things like, I can't believe this celebrity cheated on this celebrity, and then they're like talking about how evil, how bad it is, I'm like, well, like, <laughs> I know you personally. I know exactly what you've done. <laughs> like, like, so why are you holding somebody to a standard that you can't even achieve yourself? But also, I why can't. are you expecting everyone to be perfect, but then you yourself can be allowed to mess up and, and make mistakes because you're only human? And it's like, it comes to the whole dehumanization of certain individuals in, in society. The mm-hmm. biggest one is footballers. Like, for me... The way people dehumanize footballers is absurd and also disgusting. Like the things that we, the things that we're openly able to say about a professional athlete. Wow, with zero repercussions. Like we can point blank bully them, and nothing really happens, you know. Mm-hmm. And but if they like respond back to a fan or give a fan a middle finger, he's gonna be on like the front page of every single newspaper. They're gonna say, you know, he's no longer gonna be English. He's gonna be Jamaican born. Um, superstar failure flop, and and they'll hunt him down because he's not human. And it's like the idea of a moral compass, and the fact that it only really swings to a certain extent depending on who you are, is is a scary thing. So yeah, what I'm getting at here pretty much is like who you are as an individual. Understand that you will be a dick to somebody and it's going to happen. And maybe it is for your own benefit that you were, or maybe it even wasn't. And, you know, things just happened and you've made the errors. And now here we are. And my cat is still me. I, I, yeah. <laughs> You've got animals on both ends here. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like, well, it, it, what we now need to do is to figure out a solution to how, you know, it's okay to be a dick. It's okay to be bad. It's okay to, to, to be 
a mildly bad human being at times, you know? Don't break the law. I've just realized that relationships are going to be a really interesting discussion topic eventually for us. Oh, yeah, for sure. On this podcast. Like, like it's okay. Like it's okay because it's gonna happen. Like I, I, the amount of times now we, we see like this person was mean to me. Yeah, of course. Like, of of course they are. They 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 they're literally human being. It's, it's gonna happen. Of course, there's limits that we just should never cross. You know, there's things that we should never do, things we should never say, and those will be punished accordingly. But then, like co- telling someone to shop, for example, you know, and then. Being like, oh my god, how could he? I feel so betrayed. Get out of here, man. Get it, get us go. Just get out of here. It's gonna happen. You know? Sometimes people have really bad days. <laughs> um and there's a big difference between having a bad day and being a dick to someone. There's a difference between that as well as being a general dick and being a nasty human being on a consistent basis. There's a huge difference. Yeah, I, I I do think there's something on a spiritual like if I if there was something I could definitely point to like on a spiritual level that I do actually like think about and maintain because I'm not religious but I, I I read a lot of different stuff from different religions and cultures and so on I'm always fascinated by it. Um, the the idea of like kind of the 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 lack of separation between like you as a person and everyone else around you like the um the idea of like within and without basically that it's for example it's it's one of the reasons why i think i'm quite judgmental people we'll get into this whole discussion like another time i I don't want to explain it all but i i get quite judgmental on occasion people i don't generally voice that judgment that's the difference but i am quite judgmental at a kind of core level um i and i scrutinize people but i think the reason is because i scrutinize myself so heavily and or rather it's not because of it's more that i do scrutinize myself therefore i must scrutinize everyone else because in order to scrutinize myself i have to have some like dialectical like comparison i have to have something to compare me to in order for me to make sense i can't define myself by purely me alone because in a vacuum, what am I? There's nothing else to understand, to relate it to. So there has to be someone else that I'm relating that to. Um, you know, and I, there's definitely like a, you can forgive yourself more easily if you forgive other people more easily because you recognize, when you recognize the faults in others and how that's okay, you can begin to recognize the faults in yourself and realize that's okay. So there's, I think there's a lot of that stuff that I would like definitely Posit is quite is is quite a big thing, which I think, which we do. I think we do on occasion. Like it, it, it does come up in media sometimes, but I think it's probably more fundamentally helpful. Um, and I'd actually be curious how many people. And again, it might not be the same as 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 me, but I'd be curious to know how many people have like who are, are like very anxious or like scrutinize themselves a lot who would also say at a certain level that they do the same with other people, even if they don't like voice it or act on it necessarily, like that they can see that or feel that. I don't know if like how common that is, I but I'd be really curious. Common, man. I, think, I think, you know, like uh, there are people who I'm, I've met and spoken to or I'm friends with who say like one of their favorite things to do is to people watch, you know, mm-hmm. like 
uh, and they judge people. Like, uh, there's a reason why I think cases of anxiety in young people is rising significantly. It's because we don't just people watch anymore. We people watch with cameras. So, like, and, and mm. a lot of candid moments are captured now. Like, I, I'm on Reddit and I'll be scrolling through. Like, hey, here's Lilo Messi scored a penalty. Oh, and here's a woman punching her boyfriend in the face repeatedly. Jesus. Like, you know, it... it, it you see that, and then the comments are like very di- like very split. It, it, people have picked sides over these two people who, in reality, yes, you've seen them, but they're, they're it's quite imaginary because no one knows the content of the situation. No one knows exactly what's happened behind it. They just see the action and they see it on the camera, and then they've really made sides and they're willing to argue for hours on end with somebody about it, and they don't know anything about the people involved. Like you mm. can draw conclusions, and the conclusions might be correct, but geez, it, it it to like you know it's like playing on Blood Gulch in Halo Two or Halo One, is it? Like you know you capture the flag, <laughs> you have to defend your position at all costs. But what are you actually defending? <laughs> like you know, and then there's two people in the video. That video is immortalized on the internet forever. It's got millions of views or whatever, and and, and it's like, what do you do with that? You know, it's, there's always a, there's a lot of fears and, and trepidation that comes of it all, and then and then yeah, you know, but all we can really do is is do our best. That's the key thing, really. Um, keep trying just, our best. This has been a good journal, man. <laughs> yeah, I've enjoyed this journal. It has been. <laughs> um, and as we close it up, what do I have to plug? Um, if we, I think if we hit like a certain viewership per month, things happen. Like we could earn money from this, which would be quite cool. Um, I don't, I don't want to ask people to share it, so you don't have to share it, unless you you actually really enjoy it and you think other people enjoy it. Um, what you could do is you could um, send us a question. Uh, I've actually, I've spoken to a few people who listen to to the show. Uh, I forgot to ask them about whether there was anything we want to discuss. Most important thing I was asking him is, did we sound okay? And, and the answer was, <laughs> was mostly yes. Um, that has been your, the thing that you've been most afraid of every single time. <laughs> but it's probably because you, you care about that thing uh, when you listen to a podcast or whatever. So again, from within, without. <laughs> yeah, man. But yeah, from if anything um, in this episode, I was like, triggered anything in you uh all the resources are there you know if you're listening to this show you probably know that they all exist already samaritans um the shout service which is a text number you can call i think these are all uk only so in america and all all these other countries find your equivalent of like 24-hour helplines for mental health uh i will get a list of them all i'll read them out at some point but that won't be today uh also shoot us an email there should be a contact thing somewhere i'll put it in the description somewhere uh if not it is oh, it's gonna cause problems i can feel it the prince of hearts alex cupid at gmail.com that is my email that's gonna the go prince to of hearts, shit. the prince of hearts alex cupid at gmail.com yeah i've i've sacrificed the email effectively now <laughs> was that your email why didn't you make another email <laughs> because i i will i will okay um but i know what's gonna happen because i feel like this show might grow so people will, go, will come back to this and be like, I'm going to email that and see if I can get through, if I don't get through on their main one. But um, maybe, yeah. maybe put, some, maybe get them to put something in the, uh, in the, what you call it, 
in the topic or whatever it's called, like the title bit, you know, that bit. To, no, I think people are just going to sign me up to like, I don't know, a Mormon dating website. Who knows? Oh, I get you. <laughs> yeah, okay. That 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 email is fucked. It's just, just, just have a new email from now on. <laughs> yeah, probably. But hey, this podcast has 50 listeners as of now. 50 uh, people who have watched it anyway. But yeah. I silly Wales. Um I don't know what else to say. I have no way to, oh yeah, that's it. That's it. Just a normal outro. Anything else to add, Joe? Um I've I will be re- probably recording something else this week, uh continuing our what 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 do we call the like separate series that's not a journal series? Like Silly Wales Presents. Okay, Silly Wales Presents. We'll do another Silly Wales Presents uh episode this week with 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 Gandering at the idea of gandering at the idea of what the fuck is that sentence? We're, we're thinking about it, <laughs> and we'll probably do that. So part two, I think it will be the school. It will be like school continuation, but we'll see. No, no, we'll take two steps to the rear and get out of here. We're in the wind. See ya. Bye. <laughs>